Greetings and salutations, and welcome to Flintlocks and Fireballs, where a handful of mad actors will attempt to survive the treacherous waters of Dungeons and Dragons and the curious lands of Wildmount. I am your host and dungeon master, Jason Phelps, and I am joined, as ever, by Robbie Hopperduke Bellicon, oh, Sam oh. Hopper Fluke Burns. <laughs> And Ellie so Supper Puke Sparrow. Supper Puke. Oh. As, oh, that's gross. <laughs> uh, welcome to this very special episode, uh, courtesy of the Wizards of the Coast, uh, ah. as we are doing a, an extra special one shot from The Explorer's Guide to Wildmount. Mm. It's been really scary because we've had the setting book and we're not allowed to tell anyone. Yes. Yeah. It's been very exciting. Obviously, by the time this comes out, we can. By yeah. the time this comes but out... But right now, we can't. The guide may be out. It but... should It should be out. Um, well, actually, it might be out in a week if you're listening to this immediately. Um, because basically, they're bringing it out the week before the book comes out. Yes. So depending on how quickly you listen to it, it might or might not be out. <laughs> the uh, so the explorer's guide to wild mount is the fantastic new book from uh, uh, wizards of the coast it is a campaign guide the setting of wild mount part of uh, the same setting that the obviously the show critical role uh, takes place in created by matthew mercer uh, it is this absolutely lovely 304-page uh, setting guide. <laughs> mm. This stuff is in-depth. Yeah, like, it's, seriously, it's, it's amazing. It's super in-depth. There are special... There's, there's a whole bunch of setting-specific information about the story of Wildmount, the factions and societies. There's a gazetteer or, or a gazetteer. I'm not really sure. Uh, <laughs> like Matthew Mercer, sometimes they get strange mm -hmm. pronunciations. As well as a really fantastic... Uh, uh, some really fantastic character creation options included in that are some special uh, race elements like the hollow one uh, so three new subclasses one for the fighter uh, uh, the echo knight and then also the chronogist and graviturgist on the as wizard subclasses part of the uh, magic of dunamancy uh, that is unique to that setting, as well as a heroic chronicle uh, as a way of interestingly creating your characters and giving them a rich background that ties them into the setting of Wildmount. Included in that uh, are four sample adventures, uh, of which we will be playing a portion of one today. These adventures uh, can be found in Chapter 5, of the Explorer's Guide to Wild Mount, and they are designed uh, to take your characters from first level to third level. We're going to be doing a few changes uh, for to begin with in order to show off some of the uh, special uh, backgrounds and uh, subclasses of the adventures. We will all be starting at third level. So that's where you get your cool stuff for yes. subclasses. Uh, <laughs> Because I've decided to start us in a slightly unusual manner for starting this particular um, uh, adventure, we will also be doing things in, an, in a slightly odd way as well. But uh, So if you want to find out how this goes in the book, get the book <laughs> and have your Dungeon Master uh, play this uh, for your party or do so yourself if you prefer to DM. Uh, before we continue, uh, I would actually like to do a... Good old uh, player and character pronoun check, as uh, and as we just introduce our names, our pronouns, our characters' names, 
and our character's pronouns. Uh, I will go in reverse order of... Uh, actually, I'll go in alphabetical order, because uh, that makes mm -hmm. sense. Uh, Bobs, uh, would you like to introduce yourself and your character, please? Hello, I am Robbie. I use she, they pronouns. I will be playing Damien, who uses they, them pronouns. Excellent. Sam. Hi, I'm Sam. I use he, him pronouns. Uh, so does my character, Idris. And Ellie. Um, I'm Ellie. I'm going to be playing Tick. Uh, we both use she, her pronouns. And I'm Jason. I use he, him pronouns. And I will be playing literally everybody else. So I use a variety of multitude you of pronouns. You use all there. the pronouns. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, on that cheerful note, unless uh, we can think of anything else I need to mention. No, other than um, thank you to thank the organisers of Podcasts yeah. of Wildmount for letting us do this and inviting us to be part of it. And um, this is amazing. just thank on the off so chance, much. hey, Matt Mercer, if you're Hello. listening, <laughs> you never know. <laughs> He's very busy. I doubt yeah, it, I but doubt just it. in case, just I want to have said hello. <laughs> yes, thank you for yeah. writing this Same. ludicrous thing. Yeah, thank you for and writing also it. also <laughs> many other assistant writers and so on. There's a full list of credits at the start Oh, yeah, the very much. This is the, is also, the work of a great all the team. artists... And Thank you. Oh my oh goodness. God, the art is gorgeous. Look at all of this art. I'm showing you some... <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit weird oh. to discuss art over an audio medium, but your art is amazing. Oh yeah, the art, the, the art in this book is fantastic. All right then. So uh, without further ado, uh, let us dive into the gnomish town of Hopperduke and the adventure Dangerous Designs and begin... Flintlocks and fireballs. Our land stands on the saber's edge. Our cities are a powder keg. Brother chains, brother, no one's free. A life on land is short, you'll see. So gather your muskets, gather your spears, we'll plunder the shores of Calcineer. No Kraken storm or spell we fear, so come and sail with us, my dear. It is a chilled, misty evening as you begin to approach the mountains of the silver is it? yes of the silver quell ridge the three of you met uh, han a couple of nights ago at a wayside inn along the gravelway path that leads north through the marrow valley between the town of felderwin and the town of hopperduke which is your destination as you approach the sun fades in the sky and uh just as the last light goes, you hear the faint sound of a whistle, and then explosions. There's a moment of panic. Has the war come here already? Have Jorhassian soldiers already begun to spill out of the earth and attack this uh, mining and industrious town? But as the blooms of coloured light appear over the tops of the city, you realise, no, no, that's just an evening in Hupperduke. Hupperduke, the 
resplendent home of the gnomes is known for its uh, work hard, play hard, get an early grave worth earning <laughs> attitude. <laughs> Uh, which is an actual saying amongst the gnomes of the city. So, as you make the rest of your approach towards the mountainside uh, city itself, the there is the distant uh, clamour of explosions as the partying begins, and the scent of a recent rain on the air as you walk along the muddied path. With the festivities already begun, uh, most of the town you can see has gone up towards the elevated section of the city known as the Idleworks Shelf, uh, alight with colourful lanterns and streamers. You can hear the music echoing down from above, hundreds of feet up the stairs of the mountain. You, however, uh, begin approaching the southern end of the city and the wide open uh, yards of, well, the quiet dark fields, I should say, of the assembly yard. Uh, in the, you can see, even as you begin to approach the lower city, there are massive forges and partially constructed war machines at the centre of the Empire's military uh, production. The city's industry, however, has been abandoned for the night. The workers uh, beginning already to unwind in the celebrations of the upper city. And the lower city, by comparison, is now much quieter, much more relaxed. Up above, in the distance, you can see how the shelf rises up. There's much gaiety, much mirth to be had, but that is not your destination tonight. For the three of you, are here on a mission. Damien, you received orders uh, not, a, not a short while ago to venture out to Hupperduk to conduct a jailbreak. As a secret agent of the Kryn dynasty, you uh, are here to rescue a fellow member. And as the three of you are entering the town, this might be a good opportunity for each of you to describe what you look like. So actually, let's start with Damien, please. Okay, they are uh, tall, about six and a half foot tall, broad-shouldered, um, tanned skin that if you took a little closer look, sort of has grey undertones. Um pointed ears and bullhorns. Not huge ones, but substantial. Um, if you ask, they will tell you they are a tiefling. If you know anything about biology, you might work out that they are in fact half minotaur, half drow. Um, but in the empire, not going to mention that part. Uh, they wear a heavy helmet that sort of makes the horns look like they come from the helmet if you don't look too close. <laughs> and hidden they have a tail but it's easier to keep that out of sight a uh, very cow-like tail they're carrying a sword and shield and have sort of yellow golden eyes and a copper nose ring like a bull's one well, I can't remember the actual name uh, of that septum one. Piercing. The one that, septum that's the word mm -hmm. thank you behind you there are two more figures one a dragonborn 
Uh, Idris, if you'd like to describe yourself. Yes, so I suppose at this moment sat on um, uh, his riding horse, uh, whose name you is You are Gwyneth. the only mounted you member of this party. A... <laughs> yeah. Crazy. Um, uh, you see a dragonborn who has um, azure blue scales and piercing yellow eyes. He has a, a head crest that kind of hangs down a little bit like uh, dreadlocks, and that's adorned with various bits of jewellery all the way up. And he has um, dark blue robes on that look almost more religious than wizardly, but um, he is definitely a wizard because um, you can see at his um, at his side where a sidearm might be um, might be belted there is actually an athame which is obviously a uh, an arcane focus on the other side he has a regular dagger and underneath uh, his robe just poking out ever so slightly there is um, a uh, a long scaly tail on the uh, on the bridge of his snout, he has a pair of um, um, Pisne-type uh, glasses, which often he uh, uses when flicking through his spellbook. Idris, sat upon your riding pony? Uh, is it riding pony mm-hmm. or riding horse? Riding it's horse. riding horse. Yep, definitely. <laughs> you are able to see the rooftops, because this is a gnome town, and oh. all of the buildings of are very small. <laughs> Everybody's tiny. <laughs> with the exception, well, no, uh, with the exception of the forges and the workshops, which are comparatively massive and need to be to support the Empire's siege engines, as you begin to pass through residential housing, everything is almost adorably tiny. Uh, and passing behind you, perhaps a little envious of your mounted approach into town, there is Tick. Tick, would you like to describe yourself? Um, yeah, so Tick is very, very skinny, very slight. Um, she's about like five six, so not crazy tall. Um, and everything about her is monochrome. Is probably the thing that stands out the most. Um, dead white skin and a very sort of cheek bony face with a scar through the eyebrow and a scar through the like going straight across her mouth, like through her upper lip. Um, black hair that's sort of shaved at the sides and slicked backwards with a white streak in it sort of a little bit like rogue from x-men um no eyebrows and quite deep set eyes with black irises with a little tiny bit of gold in the middle which is the only bit of color you would really see on her um a long black trench coat that's buttoned up quite high um and it's quite sort of heavy gothy black boots um, and probably the most weird, notable thing about her appearance is a big ear expander that she's wearing. It's quite large, uh, and it literally has a clock in it, a working clock that is ticking away, telling you the time as you look at her. Uh, and if you get close enough to her, you will hear ticking, uh, not just from the one clock in her ear expander, you will hear several different tones with ticking you have to be quite like close up next to her but you'll be able to hear multiple types of ticking coming from her clothing uh also hanging from the coat uh, from one of the buttons is a, a very small bat hanging upside down resting there right now if you were to listen closely to the bat you might hear the sound of clinking mm. like tiny chains yeah. also um race wise um 
she's probably a little bit confusing to look at if you're somebody from this world, because if you'd seen an Asimar, <laughs> she's got kind of the same sort of bone structure that you would expect from one, but she does not look angelic very Most much. people assume you are human. Yeah, yeah. Um, she's a fallen Asimar for anyone who's wondering, basically. <laughs> so. Yeah, human but slightly implausibly pale. The three of you make your way into town. What is your first order of business? You have a mission to conduct. Was there a contact? Was that? Am I remembering uh, yeah. right? So there is a potential there contact. There is. There's a contact. There, there's a contact you have. Uh, your So your mission, just as a gentle reminder, is to free an agent of the Kryn dynasty, a Goliath by the name of Sken Zabris, uh, an Echo Knight actually, uh, from the Gearhole prison, the notoriously difficult to escape prison uh, which is actually burrowed into the side of the mountain. Uh, because of the tall workshop yards of the assembly yard in front of you, you can't actually see the gear hole prison from where you are. You would need to walk through the streets and get a little bit closer to get a view of it. Mm-hmm. So how do we want to start? Want to scope out the prison? Want to go to the soot swallow? I've got a contact there who can get us in with some people. Is that a building we'd all actually be able to fit in? Might have to crouch. I think I'm going to have to crouch. I think you're going to be crouching everywhere. Great. I love this country. (laughs) Uh, Yes, well... Well, you came here. I did. As you were going through... uh, Tick, you've never actually been to Harpaduke before. So you don't, you know the oh, name. Oh, I thought I had, I'm like, sorry. I mean, well, no, you have, but it's been a long time since you okay. have. Uh, and now that you're thinking about it, you're kind of having to double check your directions a little bit to recall exactly how to get to the Sutswala Lodge. You do notice uh, there is an old, uh, an elderly gnome, uh, puffy white hair, bald on top. Um, quite a lot of puffy white hair, like slight uh, like no no beard but you can just see a little bit of nostril hair coming out ah. of a a, a, a a very wide nose he has uh, and he's got this open air sort of machinist workstation filled with clockwork and various bits and bobs and he's just busy cleaning up at the end of the day uh and seeing the unique appearance of your party he kind of looks up takes a pair of glasses scrubs them peers up at you oh hello, nice hello. clockwork Oh, thank you very much. I uh, made it myself. <laughs> mm, it's good. Uh, oh, thank you. Uh, you, uh, you um, points to some bits. Just doing uh, some work for the uh, for the latest uh, Tinker Top project. Um, so so sorry. Um, uh, you you must be new. Uh, hello. Hello. I'm. Uh, hello. I'm, I'm Obi. Right. <laughs> uh, Tick. Unnerved. Hi. Right. If you look, hold on. I, uh, he gets down off the uh, the horse because this is ridiculous. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yes. Orbi, who himself is like three foot high, has been craning his head right back to speak to look up at you, Idris. <laughs> Hello, I'm Idris. Hello there. Yes. 
Uh, if you're looking for somewhere to stay, I'm afraid you'll need to... He gestures towards, you can see what is a, a giant sort of winch lift on the side of the mountain. Uh, you'll need to use the lift if you want to get up towards the Idleworks shelf. <laughs> What's that? The Idleworks shelf. It's where all, well, most of the inns are. You know, it's sort of probably not going to places like the Soot Swallow. <laughs> uh, that one. Where would um, that be? Yeah. Oh. Um, Say we were interested. I mean, uh, are you sure it's a bit, bit, bit of a rough place? Well, then tell us where it is so we can avoid it. Yeah. It seems a little off put by you. <laughs> I rolled re- a really low stat, and the only one I could really put it in was charisma. Just <laughs> warning you guys, I rolled a four. Wow. Uh, wow. I've managed to get that up to a six, Jesus. but it's still a six. <laughs> You're going to be the okay. most fun. Yeah. I'm a problem now, I'm sorry. <laughs> Naraz's eyes. Well, it would be useful if we could find somewhere we could, you know, uh, get some libation. Right. Maybe you should head that way. And he gestures down one set of streets. That way the soot swallow is? Yeah, sure. Absolutely. Is it? Is it, though? Make an insight check. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Do I need one? I was probably lying. Yeah, he's a little disconcerted by your group and is just pointing you. You notice actually in the direction of the winch that he pointed out before, the lift, basically. You're just pointing the same way that you did a minute ago. You said that wasn't the way to the soot swallow. Look, sooner you give us directions, the sooner we can leave your town, right? Right. Points in a different direction. You want to go up, up, up there and uh, take, uh, keep going until you reach the prayer foundry, and then once you've done that, you want to, you, you want to keep going north past there. And um, might be easiest if you cut through Copperbottom Street. Yes, if you cut through Copperbottom Street and then up Tin Kettle uh, Alley, uh, you'll find it there. It's the one with the blackbird on it. Soot swallow, blackbird, uh, clever, like a bird. Yeah, like a bird. I did. Mm. I, I wondered. Ah, I did wonder. Mm. Yes. Right. Wasn't a, my first guess. Weirdly. Have a oh. have a good evening. Oh, you too. Thank you. My little like, awkward salute. You head up the directions he gives you, and as and again, there is the sort of gentle, quiet. Uh, it's actually quite a quite a peaceful sort of feel to it, although your own intents uh, purposes are a little more skulky. And as you make your way <laughs> up, Skulk. Skulk. Uh, towards Skulk. in the distance towards what. Seem he's indicated as this prayer foundry. You can see a, a distant building which looks a little bit like, somewhat like a temple at the far hmm. end of the street. Uh, you cross hmm. beyond the high uh, workshop buildings of the uh, uh, of the um, what's the word I'm looking for of the assembly yards, and you can now see in the distance the round steel sort of main door and associated tiny little holes that serve as the barred windows of the Gearhole prison. Mm. And take a moment to study it. Ah. Well, well, they don't make it hard to find, do they? No. No, I would imagine it's quite, well, it's supposed to be quite imposing. I could send my friends to have a look in the windows. 
Well, that could help. I don't. Maybe not right now, but later. Let's get a bit of info yeah. before we go. As you into make walls. your plan, poking about, the yes. peace of the evening is shattered by the deafening crack of a massive explosion rocking the southeastern part of the city. At the base of the mountain, shards of rock spray the street hundreds of, of yards, about a hundred yards from where you stand. Heavy smoke billows from a cavernous hole in the mountain wall from, in fact, one of the very windows of the gear hole prison. Uh, you, even though you're a good way from it, all of you just feel yourselves shaken by the blast, you, there's there's a ringing that sounds in your ears, and as the smoke is uh, and the smoke and the dust is still settling, you realise six cloaked figures appear in the street, running from the source of the explosion and charging straight towards you. How do you react? Huh. I feel like this might have changed our priorities. Um, there could be people in trouble. We should go and help through the hole into the prison. Yes. Yeah, we should go see if everything's <laughs> all right. Definitely going to. It do would be that. the charitable it's... thing to do. Also, let's move Most away from likely. these weird people that are running at us. Just yeah, <laughs> yeah. I want to <laughs> step out yeah. the way. Okay. Yeah, the three... is there anywhere we can like yeah, duck yeah. into? Oh, there are yeah. lots of little alleyways, and the three of you immediately duck into the alley, and you watch, uh, fleeing out. There are five tiny figures. Uh, the size of gnomes, and what appears to be one much taller, eight foot, in fact, eight foot tall figure. Mm -hmm. uh, as you kind of pull back and study, you see running up towards you, uh, towards, um, they're going to run past you shortly in the street, are a handful of silver scaled kobolds. Huh. Uh, small, like mm -hmm. tiny versions of Idris, uh, with uh, uh, wearing cloaks pulled tight around them, and running behind them is an eight-foot-tall, muscled, humanoid woman, uh, grey-skinned with many black tattoos. She's got a tightly bound ponytail behind her. You can see a breastplate, which looks to have been very recently strapped on, uh, and is very definitely a Goliath. Oh. <laughs> oh. Do you think maybe is, is that... that's the? Uh... Yeah, seems likely. Uh, might wanna... done it. Should we step back out and just check? Uh, yeah. Uh... Yeah. Um, can Can I so... send my my bat friend to? How near are we? Can we hear them? Uh, are they uh, saying anything? They are anything? running towards you. They Never will, mind. They will, they no. will pass <laughs> within like ten feet of you in a mo uh, in but a few moments. Right. Um... Uh, should yeah. we just shout like? Maybe, um, Sken? Okay, Sken? Uh, yeah, you call out uh, to Sken. Um, give me a, give, give me a charisma check, please. Oh, Damien. <laughs> what? <is> <laughs> <laughs> Let's make you just do all the charisma. talking. <laughs> yeah, just straight charisma. Okay, I mean, unless you have, uh, unless you have proficiency in persuasion. Uh, not in persuasion, I don't. Yeah. Um, so, that is a non-natural one. Oh, wow. okay. As you shout out, um, you there's a moment where you see the uh, the Goliath does react to her name being called out, uh, and you hear her uh, shout, Oh shit, we'll be made! 
this way, this way, and they immediately start darting away from you down another direction. No, no, that. Did they genuinely think no one had seen them? What do we do? As this, <laughs> they blew a wall up. I mean, as this is happening, though, you also see in the distance behind them, you can hear the the sounds of running, uh, clanking footsteps coming from the direction they've just run, but also now running around the street that you arrived from, as you were kind of like the place you've chosen to uh, to hide is like a, a three-way fork. So they're running down one section of the Y. Uh, so, the, so they've come around and they and they could have turned left and gone up where you came from. Mm-hmm. Instead they've turned right and now there are you can hear the sounds of armoured figures approaching from the smoke cloud where they just left and peering you can also see four armoured members of the Crown's Guard. Uh, with their distinctive red enameled um, uh, uh, pl- uh, breastplates charging down. How far away? Uh, I will say at this point the Crown's Guard are ninety feet uh, are ninety feet away, but they're kind of they're running. So next round they will be w- within thirty feet. Okay. And I uh, think uh, d- at this point I'm going to ask for initiative. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Ooh. Natural twenty. Uh, Twelve. <laughs> 22. So that's a 21. Okay, 22, uh, 12. Okay, so yeah, Idris, uh, you go first, uh, if there's anything you want to do. So the, so really? so there's, uh, sorry, well, actually no, it's a 21, is your natural 20. Didn't Damien got go. higher than you. I forget that your natural 20 yeah. doesn't automatically override with these. Yeah, no, no, it's yeah. just 21. Um, yes. So Damien, uh, you go first. Uh, you can see, I'm gonna say that as they're just running away, Sken and uh, the kobolds are a mere like 20 feet from you. Uh, you, the three of you, are currently hidden in an alleyway at the y, the point of the Y intersection. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sken and kobolds are running off, uh, as I say, to the right, and 90 feet away, you can see uh, Crown's Guard coming from the left, and you can hear 90 feet away Crown's Guard. Uh, approaching from the smoke uh, where the prisoners have just escaped from. Oh. <laughs> what on earth can I do that is useful? Uh, <laughs> you can choose to do nothing if you wish. No, I, don't... <laughs> I feel like we need to get involved here. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't let them get away. I'm gonna try and match pace with skin okay so you're gonna ru- uh, uh, you're gonna run after her uh yeah cool. and try and get her attention awesome again uh so you ru- okay you're gonna try and run after skin i'll say that with because the way movement works you're able to run up to her what do you want to try to do to get your her conven- uh, attention or convey trust um so you run out into the street the Crown's Guard yep. have now seen... Uh, you see the Crown's Guard are approaching, so you can now clearly see them. But uh, you run out into the street after this figure. Oh. I don't think I'm bright enough to have really thought of anything or char- charismatic. I'm just going to try and get her attention again. Just going, hey! Hey! <laughs> I would keep running because guards, but hey, friends... <laughs> Given you've already failed this check once, I'm gonna. I can, yeah, no, I'll let you do it with, with disadvantage. <laughs> oh, <crap>. oh, God. 
Oh, no charisma. Oh, that's another fun. one. That is another <laughs> non that Oh, my one. God, you are kidding wow. me. <gasps> okay. Uh, Sken... I've rolled two threes so far. They get to sit over there. Uh, Sken will react <laughs> to that on her turn. Uh, so, okay. Yep, sure. Uh, at which point... Can I hold an attack as well since I haven't used my action? Oh, oh does that, was that, that my That kind of was your action to yeah, try okay, and persuade fair, her. Fair. Uh, Idris. <laughs> Alright, Idris is going to, um, if he can, use the action to jump back on top of Gwyneth and ride off in the direction of the, um, of the fleeing kobolds and the Goliaths and try to get their attention that way. Uh, can he make, I think, um, um, I think, think of running uh, uh, you certainly, 40 feet? You can around? certainly try to, however, there has just been an explosion. And, uh, of and uh, Gwyneth is not happy about this. Please make an animal handling check as you try to do this. Okay, that is a nine. <laughs> Gwyneth flees down completely the wrong path towards what you now see are four approaching crowns guard who dive out of the way like bowling pins. That was quite useful. That is really useful. As your your horse double moves (laughs) her full movement away. Um, Oh, Bahamut's bollocks. You are now 120 um, feet from the scene. (laughs) Can I run after them in the... No, you are on your horse. You got on your horse oh, and then I'm your horse, horse bolted. <laughs> <laughs> You're essentially being okay. carried away, just struggling to stay on and not be thrown by a mount. Oh dear. <laughs> um, We're in trouble. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so at this point, uh, the. Uh, actually, no, the kobolds have lower dexterity, so uh, uh, this is Tick. Um, I'm going to. So, have I got this right? There yeah. is a horse bolting backwards. Yes. The crowns guard with yeah, Idris, Idris on it. it. They were the crowns guard were coming <laughs> towards a fork. Yep. Where the Goliath has gone down one end, one end. and we're at the sort of intersection. You're at of the, the intersection. Fork. Yep. Okay. What I'm going to do is um, I'm going to open up my coat. Yep. In my coat, there are a lot of watches, like so many. It's like like sort of weird London salesman style yeah. loads of watches. <laughs> Dodgy watch salesman. Yeah. And um and also a lot yeah. of hourglasses mm. and various um star charts. Everything is there's sort of point. various you swear time there is a measurement. Water in here. Yeah, there's like there's a lot of stuff in here. <laughs> um I'm going to get out a quite big pocket watch. Yeah. I'm gonna open it up. Basically just like blow on it and out of it comes a big load of cloud i'm going to cast fog cloud um like in the middle of the crown's guard basically um it is i will look how big it is it is a 20 foot radius what's the maximum distance um 120 feet great yeah cool immediately as these crown's guard are running out of the way a billowing bloom of white fog emerges and they are, you can just hear them coughing and spluttering and unsure what the fuck is going on. Yeah, and then I'm going to run towards the Goliath, okay, obviously, so and try and them. catch up with them. Hey, you run after the Goliath as well, um, at which point uh, the Goliath acts, seeing these other figures burst out, confused, she uh, take. You can see that she has a copper ring on her finger. She twists it, 
and the same thing happens bursting out of oh, the ring <laughs> uh, a fog of cloud a cloud of frog I should say uh, bursts into being and you find yourself sort of coughing and spluttering and you just hear her running off and the, and the sounds of pattering as, as, the scobal, uh, as the kobolds begin to scatter as well mm. um, okay so skipping to the next round Damien, you've just been running after this kobold, after the, these kobolds and this Goliath who has panicked, created a fog cloud. You are now surrounded by fog. Oh God! <laughs> uh, you heard feet, footsteps running in every direction. You... I was right next to her though, and she's substantially bigger. Can I work out which way she went? Yes, give me a perception check, please. Oh, that's good. Uh, Twenty-two. Okay. Uh, Yes, you, although you can hear this, uh, the the footsteps uh, running off, uh, mostly down. You you hear uh, you you uh, most uh, a lot of them running into the alleyways. You are able to hear the heavier footsteps just running straight down the uh, uh, straight down this uh, the, this street. So you can tell that she ran uh, onwards past the fog cloud. Okay, I will follow until I'm out okay, of the you fog run cloud, I'm assuming out, she was the middle Yeah, of you run out of the fog cloud, Sorry. and you can see her about, uh, well, not far from you, actually, because you've got similar running speeds. Uh, or at least, uh, what action is it for her? Yeah, yes, she's got similar running speeds, but as you emerge from the cloud, you see there is a skin uh, just ahead of you, as you manage to catch up with her. And 15 feet ahead of her is her. Ooh. But like a shadowy, echoing version of her. Okay. Uh, how far away from her uh, am I? You are five, within five feet of her, I'll say. Uh, okay. Um, well, yeah. 15 feet in front of me, I will manifest my echo and go, oh, right, you know, that would have been smart from the start. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> and a shadowy version of myself. Yeah appears between her and her echo. There's a moment where she looks back and seems to realise what's happening. Yeah! Yeah! <laughs> oh shit, you're with the... Uh, at which point, Idris <laughs> cutting it back. You, <laughs> Idris is just the uh, other way. <laughs> you're, you're, you bowled over a series of crowns guard and then fog exploded behind you. Sorry. What do you want to do? You now, well, you want you want to glance back. You can see another fog of clouds exploded beyond them, back towards where the where the in Y section was. I think all I can do is um, attempt to regain control. Uh, yeah, of my give horse. me an animal handling check, please. Okay, I should be good at this. Okay, that's a little bit better. That's a. Uh, okay, yeah, you are able to get Gwyneth under control. Oh. Now that she's away from easy, the explosions, easy, easy. She, you, you, she's more willing to respond to you. What do you want to? Uh, you can you can ride her wherever you wish within her, the limits of her movement. So, all right, I'm going to try as the um, the layout of the city allows. Loop back around, avoiding the uh, the bunch of soldiers I just bowled over like bowling pins. So you want to try and use a different room? Um, okay, uh, give. Yes. You're, you're doing this in a city that you've not been to. Uh, with uh, with a, with a difficult thing, I kind of want to give you that I can see over the rooftops of. That mainly. you can see over the rooftops of. Okay, just give me a straight intelligence In check. In fact, yeah. Oh, I have an idea as well. I will do the intelligence yeah. check first, though. Uh, um, 
That's an 11. Okay, so the 11, you can see, you can actually see the Goliath over the rooftops. And then weirdly, again, a little bit further away. And you can also just see the top of uh, of Damien, and again, a little bit further away. And as you're running, as you're riding around to meet them, uh, you also now see two more contingents of uh, Crown's Guard. This time, about a dozen on either side, <laughs> both running to uh, charging towards that same position. Okay, um, I, I take it that was my action. Uh, yeah, I'm going to say is your was kind of your action to regain control of yours. Fair uh, enough. And yeah, also that's to fine, like, ride and everything and get around to see. Yeah, because the, the thing I was going to do is um, adjust the horse's density. <laughs> oh, can you do that as a bonus action? No, that, no, is, that is a full okay, action. You can do so, that in your no, next round if no. you wish. That's such a weird yeah, sentence. I will. <laughs> just wanted to adjust the horse's Just density. density. <laughs> okay. Um, the, uh, so that makes it, uh, yeah, kobolds, uh, sorry, we're in the wrong order. Uh, so tick. Um, you are now in a cloud of smoke, but you've just, you've just seen Damien run further down the street because you were close enough. I'd say you got behind them. Uh, as I'm going to follow Damien. Okay, you run out of the cloud with Damien and then see the scene that's happening in front of you. Which is loads of Crowns Guard are uh, appearing. Which, uh, actually, yeah, you now see the Crowns Guard starting to appear in the distance yeah. as they're coming down this street as well. Uh, are there any like nearby hiding places? Um, <laughs> I want yeah, to hide. Yeah. There are lots of alleyways and little uh, and little bits and bobs down by these tiny little co- uh, tiny little gnome houses. It's very easy to find a hiding place. Make a hide, make a stealth check. Um, how much of an action is it to do stuff with my familiar? Uh, I think you can. One minute. I think you can just. I basically want to find a hiding place and yeah. send my familiar to nudge Damien and tell them where it is. <laughs> cool. Uh, yeah, that that is something that uh, they can just do. I'll say I'll, that, that that doesn't really cost you much. Cool. It's not so like a big action. You, no, but, yeah. you run, give me a stealth check as the bat <laughs> Oh my god, this character has stealth as a skill. <laughs> oh, it's a one though. <laughs> uh, you know what though? No, no. I'm going to get out a watch. Yeah. Another one of my many watches. And I'm just going to go, nah, and just turn it backwards. And there's a sort of microcosmic ripple in the air that comes out of it. Yeah. As though there's a sort of bubble of slowed time yeah. around her. Uh, and I'm going to re-roll that. Because yeah. <laughs> um, nice. I can... Uh, it's the chronal shift ability yeah. if people are looking at the Wild Mount book. Um, yeah, that's an 18. Okay, so, so you yeah. run around the corner, smack into one of the crowns guard, whip out of clock. Time it goes backwards. backwards. And you run the other way and duck behind duck behind a little cart just filled with lots of little, with just like bits of coal for some reason. Yeah. And a handful of apples. So the, so yeah, at the same time, your bat flutters off your shoulder, uh, lands on Damien's. Damien's, you hear the bat open its mouth and you just hear the clinking of chains and uh, a little voice go, clink, 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 behind the cart full of coal. Of coal. It's right in your ear. Right. Um, yes, yeah, so that bat can speak. The uh, So yeah, that is your go. At the same time as this happens, 
Sken also notices the band of uh, 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 also notices the band of Kransgard appearing. Uh, puts her hand on the ring again, looks to you and goes, "Oh shit!" Looks to you, Damien. Right, we're heading back to the uh, we're heading to the hideout. We'll meet you there. Twists the ring pff, again. Fog cloud. <laughs> Clearly assuming that you are part of this other rescue attempt. Hide and out. Them runs off, and you hear them run off. Right, the hideout. <laughs> Everybody's loving the fog cloud. <laughs> got multiple uses per wow. day. <laughs> Probably just mistake it for um, fireworks yeah. at this point. <laughs> so at that point, uh. you have though, or Damien and uh, so you're hidden. Uh, your hidden tick, but Damien, you hear the sound of the clanking uh, crowns guard appearing from both ends of the street now. The larger group of about 24 that are now rushing down this street, uh, shouting, confused, trying to figure out what's happened with this next fog cloud which has appeared, right next to the previous fog cloud. Um, I'll say that as... Uh, um, uh, so... As that happens, uh, you can also now hear the uh, guards that were arriving coming from the side of the explosion are now running up behind as well. So, what would you like to do? Uh, you have been, you did see briefly the bat uh, nod in the direction of the say, of the hiding spot where um, uh, where Tick is before everything got clouded up. Is it big enough that I could yeah, hide? Yeah, it's a pretty well? big cut. I'm pretty big. It's though. a pretty big cost. <laughs> okay. Um, I will attempt to hide. Yeah, you too. have advantage because there's a fog cloud everywhere. <laughs> okay. Okay, that is very good. That's okay. 24. You rush behind the, uh, the same uh, the, the, sa uh, the same uh, cart. Use dice kneeling down well. next mm -hmm. to tick. You can know you're near tick because even though you can barely see see them, you can hear all the ticking sounds. Little bat jumps off your shoulder. Surely that's a problem when you hide. In my head, quiet. you have to be like right by ahead yeah. here. It's quiet. But if you're right next door, aren't you a thief? <laughs> um, I am a thief. <laughs> so as that's happening, uh, Idris, you see the Crown's Guard charging down the street as you've been riding your horse, and just another fog cloud. Uh, and there's a and Idris uh, doesn't cost you an action, but give me a perception check. Okay. That is a... oh, a five. There's a brief moment where you see the Goliath run out into uh, uh, one just out of the fog cloud and then vanish. For a moment they seem to be shadowy ah. and then poof, they're gone. Oh. oh th there was something I, I meant to yes, do on my turn on. as well other than hiding. Um, sorry, can I send my shadow, my echo, in the opposite direction so it gets too far and yes, disappears. You do. At the end of your turn, your own... Because <laughs> otherwise that's see, a problem. You also see uh, Damien run out of a different bit of the of the fog cloud and then just poof, vanish out of existence. Ooh, oh, ah, uh, ah, uh, no. That's, uh, <laughs> bugger. Um, with that, though, the, uh, with, uh, the Sken makes her escape. The kobolds vanish. Uh, Idris, what do you want to do? You're currently away from where all of the crowns guard are because you've had to take the circuitous route on your horse. You've no idea where the other two are, though. Bloody hell. All right. Um, 
can I? Oh, if I've seen where um, both uh, Damien and the Goliath have uh, disappeared, mm -hmm. uh, is there a, a place nearby where I currently am that I can uh, hide the horse and approach on? I'll foot? say that you, there is. Yeah, you are relatively easily able to do that. So you quickly. Uh, Tie, uh, tie Gwyneth up to a drain pipe and start to approach the area where the smog, uh, the, the, uh, the fog clouds are, because they persist for like a minute. At the same time, uh, Damien and Tick, what do you want to do? Because you're just, oh my God. Like, you've you've managed to get a point of hiding, and you can now hear the shouting. Are we out of, of initiative now? You're out of initiative. Okay. You can hear the shouting of confused crowns guard trying to figure out what's going on in the fog. They have not found you. I'm just going to turn to Damien. Do we still have a job? Or is it kind of done I now? We, I think we still need to to find the Goliath. You are supposed to bring her to a specific the job is place. To, yeah. The job's a fetch job, not just right. A break it's not just job. the breaking; it's the fetching. Okay, well we've got to do yeah. fetching then. I, I don't think. Yeah, I don't think anyone gets paid till that's done. I'd like to be paid. Don't suppose you know where the hideout is, do you? I heard something about a hideout. Yeah. Is that your hideout or somebody no. else's hideout? I am lacking hideouts. There's the clanking of Crown's Guard nearby as they're searching through. It's like, you want to go, oh, 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 I've got them! Darren, that's me! <laughs> you know, what were you doing skulking around? What are you doing skulking around? Um, we're definitely skulking. <laughs> we should leave. Yeah, let's let's skulk. Yeah, let's we go. skulk out. Oh, out the back. So where are they? Where we should find Idris? The... You skulk out the back of the alleyway just as Idris turns around the corner. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like sliding doors. Yeah. <laughs> and you bump right into each other. Oh, there you are. Where were you? Um. Well, uh, I was uh, securing Gwyneth. Anyway. Um, right. Mm. Well. Did provide a distraction, though. Um, there's really? the, the three fog clouds like were kind of enough. Pins. To yes. be honest, um, should we maybe uh, get away from here? Yeah, still looking for I us. think. Yeah, pub, pub, pub. You pub. Yes, yeah. very good so idea. Swallow. They might know about hideouts. You hurriedly head out up to following the directions until uh, past the um, past the prayer forge, which is uh, actually passing it the prayer foundry, which is actually a temple. Although weirdly, it's a temple from which you can hear the sound of clinking. Uh, Would I be able to tell what? Deity oh, it's really any, obvious. A There's a too. giant hammer at the front. Yeah. This is a working ah. uh, temple of Moradin, the uh, uh, the the ore hammer. Um, who right. and it's, uh, when I say working temple, I mean literally. It is also a functioning smithy. Ah, oh, that's cool. I feel like the bat that's gets quite great. excited at the clinking. Mm, sort of starts does. like twitching about and like, clinking away along with it. Yeah, the it's weird. The bat is excited, but also there's a strange discomfort that seems to come over the bat, and part of its skin ripples like rippling water. You all right? Forger of chains. Do we need? Do you want to have a look? Do we need to have a look? No. Is this no, where we're supposed to be? Not the place. Not the time. Clink, clink. All right. Not near here. Not here. Not here. Not now. Clink, clink. 
Okay. It's never here and it's never now. Ugh. Be in the place. Be at the time. Clink. When? Clink. When the angel needs you. Clink. Clink. Break her chains. The chains will be broken. But not these Clink. chains. Clink. Clink. The forger of the chains, but not the chain. <sighs> no. Oh no! Do either of us hear any of that? Uh, I don't think we were quiet. You're not quiet. Yeah, we're you just, just talking hear to each other, murmuring. Right. <laughs> well, there's plenty of forging going on around here. <laughs> Damien doesn't care. Robbie is. Oh, oh yes. no! <laughs> you make your you make your way past, following up a uh, copper kettle, uh, or was it copper bottom? Copper bottom and copper tin bottom, kettle. You, you actually yeah. walk up copper t- kettle street yes. and get lost until you eventually oh. find tin kettle street round the back of copper bottom. Who street. named these? And then you make what, your way. What is it with kettles? <laughs> past the various and gnome metals. housing to a rare two-story building. Uh, which actually oh. does indeed have uh, the image of a uh, soot-covered swallow depicted on the front. Mm. Look, we only come halfway up this building. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you it's tall. step inside uh, and you find a rather miserable, uh, vaguely despondent sort of establishment the uh, stepping inside the the gnomes here their mustaches their beards just droop oh the clothes hang off them <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> really sad there's a number of they're, they're in slightly less joyful clothing they're nursing dark drinks thinking dark thoughts <laughs> there are a couple mournfully trying to there's one mournfully trying to repair a broken clockwork do- uh, doll what can I go? I like it. And you can see there's um, there's one little gnome, a little black beard and uh, slicked back black hair with uh, a big old bronze cog for an eye patch. <laughs> Gives you a gimlet-eyed stare as you approach. So, what are you having? Thought you'd never ask. Well, um, we're working. We're working. Have you got an ale? Have you? We've got ale. We've got fuse. What is fuse? It's strong spirit mixed with gunpowder. Yeah, fuck it. Go on then. (laughs) It's silver each. It's fuse. I have a fuse. Okay. Uh... No open flames. Don't worry, I'm not and, that um, sort. You bestow also, a little something, a little herbal something as well. <laughs> Exciting. You bestow many gifts upon us. Mm. He pours you out three dark drinks. You've only ordered two. Damien, did you order one? Yeah, he no, passes I'm you working. three. It says, hmm. And you could do me a favour and just bring this gift to that to my friend over in the corner. Of course. And points to a uh, slightly shabby looking gnome with fuzzy black hair uh, off in one corner. A bit of a fuzzy black moustache. He seems to be, who has, a, who has what you can, as far as you can tell, is a carpet bag just filled with various <laughs> odds and ends and is ferreting around in it. Mm-hmm. As he, uh, as you approach, he looks up. 
I ain't done nothing. Nah, it's all right, mate. Um, I've heard this is just one of many gifts your friend has sent over to you from the bar. Oh, well, that's different. Takes it, downs it. <sighs> right. Can we join you? Yeah. Name's, um, well, name around here anyway. He's uh, Udolf. Ah, Tick. Ah, Tick, Tick, Tick. Right, got it. Mm. This is Damien, this is Idris. Yeah. We're on business. Hello. I see. Well, of course, I'm always willing to help a member of the family. Uh, yeah. The right price. What is it you need? Well, we're breaking out. What's, it? What's her name again? Shen? Skin. 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 So we're sent on a prison break, is the thing. But sort of already oh, prison, got, prison broke. got broke already. Sparks and smoke. Was that what that was about? Yeah, <laughs> prison break. Big hole in the wall. But apparently it's not just it's breaking, it's fetching now. what we're doing. So we need to fetch her. There's a hideout she's going to. We don't know where it is. Hideout, hideout. With a load of kobolds. Kobolds? That's, that's some unusual stuff. Uh, little silver ones, yeah. aren't they? Hmm. Yes. Thinks for a moment. I mean, only hideout I know is my bolt hole and they aren't with me. They aren't with me, so... Cobalts, though. Little, little. Are they common in these parts? I can't imagine. Nah, nah, nah. Cobalts usually, usually more. Well, you more sort of get you getting like Jorass and that sort of thing, is it? Or like where you where where, where your folk uh, from? Wouldn't know from Zadash. Gesturing towards Idris. Don't know, don't know. Sounds well, like they're out of the uh, time. Mind you, though, there was a uh, ah yeah, there was a cobalt band about. Four or five months ago, uh, they strung up about half of them, about half of them for uh, banditry. They didn't catch the other half though. So after, so they must have, uh, maybe they've uh, got some work elsewhere. Turned to a different mm. profession, maybe. Mm-hmm. Well, How they... many did they string up? Oh, I don't know, like dozen baker's dozen. Uh. Probably about that many still left. Not. Uh, not the sh- not the shiniest gems in the uh, seam, if you know my- if you know what I mean, though. Mm. Usually working for someone else. Might be a thought that right. does sound familiar. Yeah, I might know a thing about that. There was something uh, something came to uh, to our attention recently. Of course, um. <clears throat> If you were uh, looking for my assistance, I might uh, want to ask a small favour uh, if you prefer some gifts yourself. Of course. Right. Nothing's free, is it? Nah. I've got a bit of debt collection I need doing. Oh, yeah? So, there's... Uh, so, there's this uh, girl. Um, I think for, for a moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Nima, Nima Sinarid. Uh She's a member of works at the Farmark facility. Well, mm-hmm. I've been uh, helping her get hold of a few bits and bobs that she needs, you know. Uh, stuff that maybe the uh, tithe collectors don't need to know about, and uh, she's come out of it owing me about 50 gold. Wow. Uh, oh, don't worry, it's a long-standing arrangement. Usually she pays up uh, pretty reliably, but uh, 
I haven't seen uh, Neither Head Nor Tail of her for weeks. And you want us to go and break her legs or something? Nah, nah, nah. Put the frighteners into her. That's all. She'll pay out. But she's... Ooh, well, I think we can do but, that. Yeah, just, or if she's... Or if you have to, just break into her house and get, it, and get the money. I don't really care how, as long as I get it. That I can do. But Where does she live? Uh, I can... Think for a moment. Uh, to be toth, I don't... She usually would come to me, but... Uh, I can tell you where she works. She works in the iron lot... Uh, in the Farmark foundry. Uh, give you directions there. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe if they've seen her, while well, you can, you know, show up, put frighteners into her, make it, make sure that she pays me. You do All that, right. and uh, I will do a little bit of uh, sniffing around, see what I can find. Alright. That seems reasonable. Hmm. Everyone alright with that? Yeah, anything we should know about this person? Nah, she's just, uh, just works, uh, she's just a machinist. Pretty clever one, gotta be said. Uh, quite, actually, I say pretty clever. Probably one of the top suppliers for uh, for blasting powder uh, for the Farmark uh, facility. That's why she's been able to afford my product. Um, the same powder that's in these drinks. And that was in the bomb what blew up the prison by any chance. I mean, yeah, it's in all bombs. No, but it's I mean, would they have got it from her? Would she know anything? Thinks for a moment. Leans close to you, uh, Tech. I'll lean in. Right, don't let this go around. But between you and me, there's been a bunch of no- of uh, out of the family thefts happening in the last uh, few months. Ah, oh, shit. Small stuff, like tools. Uh, bits of metal little bits and bobs here and there none of it's been uh, on a big scale so no no proper you know heists or anything I'd have heard about it if that was the case and I'd have been I'd be demanding our cut but I've been talking to uh, some of the uh, you know some of the second story professionals who come in not that there's many second stories here uh, and none of them have been <laughs> behind it I was wondering if maybe those... Now that you mentioned those kobolds, maybe they might have been up to some of that. Hmm. But, yeah, it's all been uh, overnight stuff, mostly from workshops, machinists, that sort of thing. Hmm. Right. Not, not a big quantity of blasting a blasting, uh, a blasting powder, though. Uh, more like maybe... Maybe some of the raw materials you'd need for it. I don't know. I'm not, uh, I'm not a powder maker. Mm, me neither. Hmm. For that, you'd have to ask. Uh, you'd have to ask the farm marks. Mm. Talk to. Uh, oh, was it? Yeah, the blast gaffer, Sleese. That's his name. Sleese. At the farm mark facility, he'd know that sort of thing. Sleese. Right. He's actually uh, name is Boss. Mm. So he might tell you where she is, so she can give me my fucking money. <laughs> hmm. Hmm. Right. Well, you have a look around. We'll have a look around. I guess we'll see you later. Right. Up. You, as you do, not back your drinks. Yeah. Go on. Uh, yeah. yeah it's it's 
It is strong alcohol mixed with something which about a few minutes later just gives you a jolt of energy. Uh, it's basically a speedball. Okay. Um, so, are you familiar with the poor man's speedball of like a vodka with Red Bull? Or your oh, drink? that's not what we call it Jager in my bomb. bit of the north. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> we just call it a vodka Red Bull. But yes. yeah. <laughs> no, that's the poor man's speedball. The real speedball is um, strong alcohol and usually a little white powder. This is what this feels oh. like. Okay. Yeah, you are just cool. getting a jolt of energy afterwards. Whoa, hello. You've you've mm. you've heard that uh, that the morn that the morning after a few drinks of fuse, you usually need some pretty strong coffee. Mm. <laughs> All right. Well, I'll start running there then, shall I? Yes. Yeah, I got a bit of a jolt on me. It's good. I like it. Mm. You swear that the, ge- the the gentle ticking sounds around Tick have picked up in intensity. Yeah. <laughs> Another thing about her, she has a habit of kind of tapping along with them. That's sped up a bit since the <laughs> shot. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You are not a stealthy thing. <laughs> no, I suck. <laughs> I've got stealth as a skill, hilariously. <laughs> All right. You make your way to a to the Firemark facility on the other side of town. It's uh, quite a large uh, brown and red brick building. Uh, very thick, uh, very thick walls. Very thin roof. <laughs> painted uh, iron ah. black uh, over a massive <laughs> compound. Uh, there is a strong scent of brimstone and uh, just a little bit of a tint of their taste of what you had in the fuse, actually, which you reckon must be the smell of blast uh, and taste of blasting powder uh, on the air. As you approach, there is a gnome uh, here who kind of is wearing a little tiny gnome breastplate and holding a uh, Actually, it's rare that you see these outside of the army. Uh, a long uh, stick, uh, with a long metal stick with a hollowed end, and a uh, wooden butt, what you recognise as uh, a musket. It doesn't point it at you, uh, but looks up and goes, Oi! This is a restricted site! Restricted by who? By the gaffer! Who's that? Blast gaffer, Mr. Farmer. Ah, well, we were hoping to actually speak with them, if that's at all possible. Thanks for a moment. Frowns, scratches his head with one hand. We can come, come back in the day, can't you? It's kind of urgent. Uh, this is a matter of some urgency, yes. He looks side to side. How urgent are we talking? Well, there's a big hole in the prison and we were wondering if someone had nicked some of his powder to do it. What? We'd hate for it to be connected yeah. back to him. <laughs> Roll an intimidation <laughs> chest. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, charisma. Is <laughs> 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 everything charisma? Being as we're assisting You them. can roll this with advantage, <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, okay, that is a very minus two. Thirteen. Uh... <laughs> Oh, right, uh, this is above my pay grade. Um, uh, yeah. Uh, Gaffer! Gaffer, we've got some people who need to speak to you! Quickly waves you in. <laughs> uh, and you can see. What, what was the name of the other person? Uh, Sleece and Nima. Yeah. Nima yeah. Sinridge, I think it was. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah, lovely. 
So you look uh, round, uh, you, you see uh, coming out of the, most of the facility is actually still and quiet, but busy cleaning up and finishing, there is a an elderly gnome uh, with a tweed flat cap, because he is a gaffer, uh, and <laughs> a long sort of blue, uh, uh, long blue coat. Uh, he looks out uh, uh, of... He's got one of those little officers. You know those like porter cabin officers that overlooks a factory floor? Yes. Yeah, he looks yeah. Out of one of those. What's all this then? Are you the gaffer? Curse, I'm the gaffer! Um, who the, who uh, are you then? Explains the hat. He mm. climbs down this little ladder. Takes some time. Heads down to the factory floor. All right. What do you tall folks want? It's my facility. Can't be having just randomers walking around. And a fine facility it is, but um, we wanted to have a word with you because, um, well, I'm sure you've already heard that there's been a bit of a to-do up at the prison. He folds his arms. Aye, I reckon half the city heard it. It's why they've shut down the winch yes. and I can't get up to have a drink tonight. Oh, oh that it is over a in the, terrible shame. looks over at the distant uh, lift, which would lead up to the upper part of the city, Aww. which you can now see is not moving at all. You can faintly see the presence of a lot of crowns guard. And a lot of grumpy gnomes, I'd imagine. Oh, yeah. Is anyone stuck halfway up? No, 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 no. They've, they've, they've just stopped at you being Aww. used further. <laughs> No oh, screaming shame. gnome stuck in the lift. <laughs> <laughs> How high up does it go? Um, like the the idle work shelf is like t- close to three hundred feet above the uh, in, in the industrial portion of the city, so it's quite a way oh, up. Okay. Actually, it's quite yeah. a way. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Anyone who anyone for... who didn't start drinking already and was staying late at work is basically stuck at work overnight. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Sad. Mm. Uh, we're looking for Nima. Um, I wouldn't want to say it's connected, but well, it might be. The sooner we find her, the less it's connected to you. <laughs> I haven't seen Nima since she got uh, since she took ill three weeks ago. Right. And her address. If we wanted to find her, gives you narrows his eyes. Sorry. Who the fuck are you? <laughs> you really want to know. Less you know, the better, mate. Make an intimidation check. <laughs> I don't know why I'm doing this. It's character doesn't have good charisma. <laughs> like, I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> have you seen how many charisma yeah. rolls I have rolled this evening? A whole eight. Do any of us have Sorry. charisma? No. Any I, of I us. have plus in it, but it's not my best I've got stat, plus one, it's nothing. Sleece <laughs> raises his fingers and he does the impressive trick that I can't do, where he puts two fingers in his mouth and whistles through them. And you see all around the facility various, uh, n- about a dozen of these gnomes with these mus- uh, with these firearms poke their heads over various uh, walkways. Yeah, I'm not going to have some thugs walk into my facility and try to threaten me, you can fuck off. I don't know what business you have with uh, with Nima, mm-hmm. but it can't be good. It's, if you must know, it is a business of a religious nature, and he sort of flashes his um, 
his holy symbol for such he has. Um, it just uh, as a matter of clarification, though, it is a it's a symbol of Bahamut, oh, yeah, it's a not anything dragon. else. Yeah, yeah, sure. yeah. Um, um, right. You what? It is a <laughs> an issue of a religious nature. Now, um, uh, I, as a representative, I mean, I'm sure she's been rather circumspect about her, um, her particular beliefs, but um, I was uh, sent as a representative of the church. I'm absolutely yeah, rolling. Yeah, the I feel like we're both just looking at <laughs> yeah. you with crossed arms. <laughs> yeah, it's like, yeah, I'm sitting here with crossed arms going, what on earth could I do to help here? Yeah. Absolutely nothing. <laughs> Okay, deception. I have one other thing I can pull, but it might be really nuts, so I hope this works. It's an 18. Yeah, likewise. Like, you just hear him mutter, Oh, fuck, they're with the censors. No, 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 no. I've known Nima for years. She's perfectly orthodox. There, there's no there, there, there's no heresy going on here. We could have it's a look enti- into you. Houses on the northern side of the city. I'll just give you right scribbles down an address and passes it to you. You can go and speak with, with her yourself. Thank you. Now, I'm Directions. Sure that that is the uh, case. Okay, you want to go up that sure street and then left it. and then right and then right and then left and then right. Lovely. All right then. I'm leaving. That wasn't that hard, was it? See you later. Best. The platinum one be with you. Best of luck actually um, getting to her. I've sent enough people to see if she's willing to start work, but she's not going to let any, not let anyone in. We're very oh, persuasive. Yeah. Well, maybe we might have a little bit better luck then. Yes, all right, all right. Have a, have a lovely night. There's, we're all... Oh, and hail Baphomet. Yes, okay, goodbye, goodbye, goodbye. <laughs> he leaves. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a you. couple of streets away, he goes, I can't bloody well believe that worked. <laughs> Yeah, well, which one's Baphomet? Definitely said Baphomet instead of Baphomet. Wow. Okay, you've accident. Apparently, he's accident. You accident. I've accidentally made him a demon cultist. Oh wow. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> Up to you whether you can. Yeah, isn't that the that's the Minotaur thing? Isn't yeah, it? that's the demon with the that's yeah. the demon lord the of Minotaurs. To the, yeah. Whoops. Bahamut, Baphomet. Don't want to <laughs> say those. They're very close. <laughs> okay, you uh, head up towards the. I can't believe that really works. <laughs> that's ridiculous. You travel up to the northern end of the iron lot, uh, where you approach. Uh, you find a rather humble abode. Single story, quite short, as expected. <laughs> um, that was uh, that uh, Sl- Gaffer Sleese gave you directions to. There are green painted wooden walls, and you can see that they're actually kind of streaked with dirt, which has been rushed, washed down by the rain. There is a sign hanging on the front door which reads, Sickness within. Do not disturb. The curtains at the windows are all closed. Hmm. Is the door locked? Do you try it? Yeah. Uh, oh, unless anyone stops me, but uh, if you go, I'll go, maybe we should check there isn't a back way. Yes, we go or just in. have a look in one of the windows. I mean, does anyone else get the feeling like they're in a in a model village here? A little bit. Have you seen how tall I am? <laughs> I like yes, that's my point. point. You're all very short. You are quite big. I'm only about four inches shorter than you are. 
there we, is... We've got more than a foot sure going thing, on here. Mate. Coming down the, uh, down the side, you can see there is a side door as well, um, which is also closed. All of the windows have uh, curtains drawn. Do we want to try knocking or do we want to just break in? Uh, if I was worried about people coming and knocking that I didn't want coming and knocking, and I was good with like machinery, I'd put traps. Oh, yes. Well, yeah. Um... You have a point. Let's have a little look and let's try knocking. Okay. You. Turns out we're very persuasive. <laughs> going to take a moment to cast major. Oh my god! Thank you. I'm going to do that too. <laughs> Jesus, right? Yes. <laughs> yes. All my spells. I can definitely join in with this. <laughs> uh, so two wizards and a fighter. It's a weird party. <laughs> you, you, you not. We have no healing. Uh, don't we? Yeah. Are you sure about that? We've got like, I've got Ooh. like one a day because I'm an Asimar. That's literally That's it. it. Yes. One. <laughs> you can touch people and make them feel better. Yep. Hey. Um, so you, hey. you, you you give a knock on the door. I've got a second. Nothing. Uh, we're checking for traps first before we oh, get an investigation back. check. There's still no response. Can I help? Yes. I've, I mean, got an, who, I've got investigation as a skill. Maybe you should do that. Um, I think then yeah. we should assist yeah. you. Okay. That sounds more sensible. Let me have a look. I'm good at doors. Um, oh, it's good. that had advantage, gang. 21. Okay. The other um, one would have been a six. <laughs> so you can, you study the door and uh, I've glanced through and the windows as well. Studying the door, there doesn't seem to be any traps on it. Um, you can tell through the glim light that the door is latched from the inside, mm-hmm. uh, as well as locked. But you do notice—is uh, this the front or the side door, by the way? Side, I think. I think we want. Yeah, to we went right. I think you look. I think you check both for traps and see what looks. You go and check the side yeah. door as well. You do see some signs of splintering on the wood. Oh. On the side door, oh. as uh, just around about, around the area where uh, around where the lock would be, as though somebody's tried to pick it before. More like someone went to do it with a crowbar. Ah, okay. It's like someone's been here. Yes. Oh, good then. We can just go in. I'm going to try and open that okay, door. That door. Also, it comes. You hit like a like. It's not a latch. A latch. You hit a chain. Um, can I do anything about either of these doors with thieves' tools? Oh yeah, you can. Which you can one's try easier and, to pick? Uh, you reckon the chain would probably be easier than the lock because you just need to essentially get like a slim tool and then. T- it All up. right, give me a minute. Okay, give me a uh, thieves' tools check. Please. That's Dex plus proficiency, isn't it? Yep. Cool. Fourteen. Okay. There is a sort of. You continue. It takes you about a minute because of the, the, the as your one of your picks actually gets. I'm going to watch the caught. front door while this is happening in case there's any movement. Give me a perception check. Oh no. <laughs> okay, perception. I do actually have sixteen. Okay. You don't see anything coming out the front door, but as uh, Tick is busy struggling with this little um, 
chain. I feel like every time the chain clinks, the bat clinks. Yeah, it's like clink, 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 clink. <laughs> sometimes the bat clinks, sometimes it just says the word clink. <laughs> um, <laughs> as this is happening, the you hear the sounds of little scurrying footsteps inside the building. Uh, multiple Someone's footsteps. Home. You would say... Lots of people yeah. home. More than one? Can't tell exactly how many. Lot, lots would imply more yeah, than one, yes. that was a stupid yes. question. I'm sorry, I'm distracted by this feet. bloody lock. You eventually get the feel the chain come off, and the door is now slightly ajar. Well, it's open. Right. I'll go in first. All right. Okay. Um... I feel like I'm less likely to die based on whatever trap we're about to Yeah, okay. you look more solid Damien, than us. you step inside, and as you push open the door, uh, you see four shadowy figures immediately uh, raise tiny crossbows, but because you'd already heard the sounds, you are not surprised. Uh, so everyone roll initiative, please. Okay. <laughs> Oh, that's 15. bad. Uh, 15 for me too. Seven. Okay. So uh, 15, 15, and 7 was that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Cool. Uh, Idris, uh, Idris Tick, can you just give me your dexterity modifiers, please? Uh, plus 2. Plus 1. Ah, so me first. Tick, Idris, and then Adrian. Uh, oh, sorry, dear. Adrian? What? what? Damien. I don't know where Adrian came from. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, um, yeah, so as you step into the uh, building, uh, four silver-scaled kobolds uh, fire on you just all at once. Uh, They are hiding around the... You can see there was a a chair. Uh, As you push open, there was a chair that was briefly used to try and prop up this side door before it got forced. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's splintered on the ground, and they've stood up from uh, hiding positions around a little table uh, where they fire on uh, Damien. So that is... Okay, 13? Nope. Uh, Okay, 21, yes... Uh, yes. t- 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 12 doesn't add to- yeah three of them <laughs> thud into the little door uh, but one hmm. of the uh, hand crossbow bolts does manage to glance uh, off your armour and you feel the sort of thud uh, impact your chest a little bit it's giving you a slight bruise you take five points of damage um, the by the way, you are having to like crouch over a little bit in this house. It is not built for someone your height. <laughs> uh, tick, you are the first to act. The pair of you are out. Are, are, are Damien has just stepped through. I'll say that you can move past Damien. Like they're not blocking mm-hmm. the way. Uh, um, the pair I'm of trying you to look behind. up a spell, but it's buggered. Um, can anyone get me the stats for Crown of Madness? Uh, yes. By any chance? Uh, here we go. <laughs> Uh, Crown of Madness is... I think that's in the core player's handbook. It is, yeah. It's yeah, a core it spell. Got it. Because I know the like um, sentiment one... of it, but I need to check the actual... Yeah. One humanoid of your choice that you can see within range. Wisdom save. Cool. Thank you. And there you go. Sorry, I was literally passing you the book. I just need it in front of me. So, yeah. This is not on the... 
page. Right, it was literally on the so... bottom the bottom left. Uh, right, <laughs> okay, bottom cool. right. Sorry. Um, <laughs> right so... Is there anything that looks more dangerous than the others, or they like a leader? They all look like little kobolds. They they seem to be. They seem to have a fairly flat leadership structure. Um, There's no, there yeah. are anarcho-syndicalist kobolds. I. <laughs> what was that? There are anarcho-syndicalist co- kobolds. I don't know what that means. <laughs> they, have, they have a unified leadership structure, just taking orders from whoever gives the best plan at the time. Okay, fair yes, enough. Yes. Um, I'm going to go for a random kobold. Yes. <laughs> and um, yeah, I'm going to cast Crown of Madness. Okay, so it's wisdom save? Um, yes, wisdom that save. That was a natural 20. Does it have any effect if they save? Um, no, it doesn't. But, but I could make it not save, oh. which is tempting. If you wish to use um, that, yes, you can. Yeah, I feel like um, I twist a chain of a pocket watch around my wrist to cast the spell. The chain appears around its head, it shakes it off, and then I twist the pocket watch back. The whole thing goes back in time, and I'm going to make it re-roll. Okay. Uh, it does so, and it rolls a 12. So this time, oh, that is my save. Does it save? Does that, that count? If that is your save, then it yeah, saves. Yeah, my spell save is 12. 13 minus 1. Well, this was a useless round for me. <laughs> really works and you try and retake, but just something about it, it shudders and shakes its head. <laughs> you don't speak draconic. No. Um, I speak draconic. But Idris, you hear its call. Ah, what the fuck was that? Um, okay, so... That is now... Uh, yeah, Tick, do you want to move at all? Uh, you're um, kind of just peering in th- from behind Damien. I think point. I'm going to take cover like round the doorframe, if cool. that's all right. That's fine. So you've got cover. So I can peep out, but uh, yeah, I'll take cover. Awesome. So Idris. Okay. Uh, Idris is going to um, pull out his uh, his athame, mm-hmm. and you see that the... The space around it seems to sort of warp and distort um, as he casts Magnify Gravity. Are all of the uh, kobolds within a 10-foot radius sphere of each other? <laughs> uh, they are. Right. Wow. Then they all need to make a, uh, a constitution save. Uh, DC 13. Okay. Uh... On a failed save, their speed is halved and they take uh, 2d8 force damage. Okay, anything on a successful save? On a successful save, their speed is not halved and uh, they take half that damage. Okay, two of the kobolds save, two do not. So roll damage. Alright. Okay, that's uh, seven force damage. Okay. Uh, as you... Had, uh, so as you... was it, What is it you do with the FMA again? Um, he is using it. Well, it is his um, his arcane mm-hmm. focus. The um, the space around it sort of warps, and he points it at a uh, a spot in the midst of these kobolds. And everything not um, either being worn, carried carried or wielded mm-hmm. starts to creak Ooh. as um, the uh, the weight of it uh, immediately starts to uh, to go up. Um, okay. you, you see, like the, um, the 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 table, the wood on the table starts yeah, to creak. You see the the, um, the the stones of the floor start to crack. The the actual table, uh, which was already a bit bashed up by some previous event, the legs just crack and the whole thing poof, 
uh, just goes to the ground. There was a tea set which the kobolds had set up. They were having tea. The cups just shatter. Oh, uh, the no. teapot shatters. And so do two of the kobolds, which immediately just become jam <laughs> as they ah. splinter to the ground in little wet, gory puddles. <laughs> <laughs> right then. He says in Draconic. That's no way... <laughs> that's no way to treat a guest! Uh, yeah. Okay, so that makes... Uh, Idris, do you want to do anything else? <laughs> um... I guess if, um... Uh, if, if this is allowed, I could, um... Try to intimidate them. Uh, I, I, into I think that's kind of it's an action, but... Uh, they are yeah. or clearly intimidated, though. Uh, Damien, <laughs> there are two surviving kobolds. Uh, is, it a bit, is it a bit late to point out we might be on the same side as these? Uh, um, <laughs> maybe pre-jam would have been better, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> two of them are, shot at us! Two of them are simply kind of very unnerved and bleeding from their eye sockets as their, as their weight was momentarily increased. So nasty. <laughs> yeah. uh, so has gravity gone back to normal? Uh, for them, yes. yeah, because they managed to resist well, uh, it. It's like at the start of my next turn... Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. I, I, if you wanted can to move I anything walk in within that, you can walk in the you area. You need to make a I think. strength save. Oh, you need to make a strength save. Oh, yes, it's, you can. So it's still going. So it's still going. Well, um, it, it's it's not going to affect you so much, but any like object in there, if you wanted to move it, you would need to make a strength save in order to do so. Cool. But if I walk in, I'm okay. Yeah, you should be. I think that looking at the um uh the the I'm happy to take that spell, ruling. Let's uh, let's move on. Okay, Damien. cool. Let's carry on. Uh, okay, I will walk up to one of them and manifest my shadow next to the other one, <laughs> and just hold up, hold up my longsword and say, "We're looking for some help. Are you going to be helpful?" And I will hold an attack. If they attack, we're both attacking. I mean, yeah, under the circumstances, make an intimidation check with advantage. <laughs> no. All the charisma rolls for you. No. I know. That's a two. Oh, no, three. Mate, wow. with advantage. Yeah. <laughs> On their turn, the yeah. pair of them immediately try to flee, and you can make your okay, attacks. Okay, I'm attacking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, how does it work? There's a thing I do whenever. So I'm unleashing my. Night, so I get an extra melee. So it's just another attack. Mm -hmm. It's not the same attack. It's a separate attack. So we're swinging with our swords. Okay, go for it. Um, one is not going to hit. One of them's an eight. The others uh, a seventeen. Yeah. So both of them hit. <laughs> an eight hits. Oh no. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh no. Uh, that is four and ten damage. Okay. Um. Yeah. For once, I can say this. How would you like to do this? Hey! <laughs> hey, um... In perfect sync with each other. Um, like mirrored almost. Okay. Just swinging. So you just swing down. One of them, like... Damien's left-handed, yeah. the Echo is right-handed, oh. and they oh, swing cool. them together, and, you just, and they like, bring the blades together. You both just execute these two kobolds. <laughs> slicing through their oh, well. throats. They hit the ground. 
kind of take a moment looking around and then tick you hear a ticking sound coming from the bodies all four of the bodies do bombs tick like do bombs tick in this scenario yes. i genuinely yes, don't do. know yes, do. <laughs> i don't know what era we're in and we're how in that the works where bombs, bombs tick, tick. <laughs> get down <laughs> okay do you want uh, what, the yeah, jam? I'll do that <laughs> Even the jam is ticking. <laughs> um, I, I, will, I will get out. Yeah, can, get can out we here. throw ourselves away? Dive out of the way yeah. as you know, cool folks walking, running, diving away from explosion stuff oh, yeah. before kobolds all just <laughs> and paint the room red. I did not see that coming. Can't pretend otherwise. Well. It looks was... like we're going to be cleaning a lot more of this place than we originally anticipated. I'm not cleaning it up. Is this normal? Is this normal for this area? Uh... I've never known kobolds to explode before. I've never known an area okay. where this was normal, to be honest. Okay. It's always worth checking. Don't want to judge someone else's Matt, you never know. Culture. You never know. That's fair. That's fair enough. <laughs> Exploding but I, I, might be normal uh, explosive... here. <laughs> I think exploding right. is rather normal here. Have you not seen uh, what's been going on? Yeah, but like I fireworks, mean, maybe it's... mate. Different thing. Yeah, maybe it's like a it's a death ritual thing. People die and they explode. I mean, wanna... to be fair, if there's a city to get away with an explosion in, it's this one, because they're having bloody fireworks all the time. So Absolutely. maybe less watch on the uh, way. We... Um, we need to find Nima. Yeah. Can yeah, you, see if there's any signs. Can we walk through the jam and see if we can go find yeah. Nima? Can, can some, you're all doing it, so can someone give me uh, lead the investigation check? With I have it as a skill. Anyone yeah. have more than a plus four? Uh, no. Cool. I have plus <laughs> three, but yeah. Um, ooh, one of them's cocked. Um, that is a 22. Okay. Hooray. So, first nice. of all, you find two pouches of what you recognize as blasting powder hidden in the back of a cupboard. Ooh, uh, this is have them. a volatile <laughs> chemical powder. It comes uh, with a little wick fuse. When ignited by an open flame or fuse, the powder explodes. Each creature within five feet uh, must make a DC 13 dex saving throw or take 3d6 bludgeoning, uh, half on a successful save. If you bind multiple pouches of blasting powder together, uh, they can explode at the same time, increasing the blast radius by five feet per pouch and the damage by 1d6. Maximum of 10d6, maximum radius of 20 feet. Amazing. You find... (laughs) All right, then. You find a few other elements as well. Uh, you can see that there are signs of a fight prior to this one, uh, and there uh, and there are signs of the chair that was broken by the door being used to prop it up. Uh, someone forcing their way in, as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, you find that there are a few heavy. Uh, uh, so actually, you can also see that someone has previously broken into a chest here. Uh, which is a shattered lock. There are a few heavy coats, sets of work boots sized for a gnome, all of which are stained with red dirt. Peering through the remains of the kobolds, uh, you can find very little except for a few shattered piece and bent pieces of clockwork. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you also find uh, a bu- uh, uh, amidst a broken work table some scraps of parchment, one of which is a small drawing of a waterfall behind which someone has depicted a secret cave. 
and they have they've literally written the word secret cave on the cave by the way <laughs> uh and there is a note wow. it seems to be part of a longer uh, of a longer journal the rest of which is lost saying <clears throat> of all the sources we mine from within the silver quell my yield of saltpeter still proves the most pure and powerful the fire marks prize they might will have to respect my expertise and my contributions to the war effort. The sheer volume of untapped guano in that cavern behind the top of the falls is invaluable. Invaluable, even. And once I have enough marked interest from the Firemark facility, I'll let them help in harvesting my secret cave. Mm. That's all you find. Oh, well, apart um, from... Is there gold anywhere? I want to look for Across a floorboard... You do find 70 gold pieces in a hidden pouch. Well, he wanted 50. Oh, look, we found 50 gold pieces. <laughs> yeah, oh, there's only 50 here. <laughs> so, stealing this uh, woman's savings. Yeah, uh, basically. <laughs> you root. She's probably dead. So that divided by three would be two sixes and one seven. Rock, paper, scissors for the seven. Oh, Okay. Um, <laughs> See who rolls yeah. highest. Yeah, it's a game. Okay, okay I was going to say, are we going to play and just be honest? <laughs> Seventeen. Seven. seven from me. You get it. <laughs> okay. So you get the extra gold piece. You head back to the soot swallow, where um, Udolf, uh gestures you into a uh, into the cellar. Actually. Mm-hmm. It's definitely two sevens and a six. Did you just pocket one of the gold without telling us? Uh, no, I just can't do <laughs> yeah, math. I just can't do math. I feel like that happens. <laughs> I'm actually going to stand by that. Yeah, yeah. And just you, take you, my... you miss. You, you get rock paper scissors wrong. You actually win and think you lose, and so Idris gets the extra. <laughs> yeah, that's what happens. <laughs> um, so I end up with eight. Yeah. Yes. He does occasionally bite one to make sure it's real gold. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, so, oh no you get six we get seven yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so you head back to the soot swallow and you follow uh, uh, Udolf down into a little hidden basement uh, bit behind the cellar right so got my money yeah here you go fantastic alright so uh, I did a little bit of snooping around the crime scene and my uh, half inched a bit of evidence to help you out uh, so first things first, uh, we have uh, this little uh, little bad boy, and he gestures to the corpse of a kobold. Uh, a chunk a silver of one, perchance? silver skull, uh, silver silver scaled. <laughs> a chunk of uh, of masonry has gone through its chest uh, <laughs> as part of an explosion and broken some sort of complex uh, uh, clockwork apparatus, which you realise is filled with blasting powder. Ah. Uh. Mm. Yeah, had a. Well, that would explain a certain thing or two. Really would, wouldn't it? Right. Well, uh, got this not far from uh, the cell. Uh, also found a, a little note uh, smuggled into the cell itself. It's a quite tattered, burnt note. You can just make out the words worry not, I am an ally of your something, no questions. Take this ring and follow something, something. My humble domain, and the rest of it is destroyed, apart from two words at the end, stand back. Wow. So, uh, you're looking at this kobold, you also notice, though, that the corpse has red mud all over its feet. 
mm. as well. Huh. Now that's uncharacteristic uh, of the area. Very much. You only get that sort of red uh, mud up high in the Silberquell, uh, near the, uh, up near uh, the near source waterfall. of the waterfall. Yeah, how do you know? There we go. Uh, right, yeah. I'm psychic. Cool. That's useful. <laughs> I like how neither of us well, said anything. Well, at the least yeah. well-informed. <laughs> right. well. Nah, psychic. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I hope it's not a, uh, a, a an insensitive question to ask, but um, are people in the habit of um, uh, packing themselves themselves actually full of uh, blasting powder here? Oh, no, no. Well, there was that one chap. Uh, fellow got kicked out about a year ago. Stolmast. Yeah, he was a crazy nutter. Had a habit of cribbing of people's designs. It was trying to do uh, automatons like that one Tinker Top did for the prison. Didn't work out. But he would like he would stuff them up with uh, 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 with uh, blasting powder as well. At least yeah. until they kicked him out because you know a few spring a uh, few springs short of the watch, as it were. As a failsafe against that. tampering, I could imagine it would be uh, a pretty second to none. Yeah, as I recall, his resignation speech was, I'll show you, I'll show you all. This is not the last you've oh, heard of me. Of those. And then he got, and then they got him out of the building. Wow. I like it. Short yeah. to the point. It's good. Yeah, yeah right. good message across. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> character laugh. <laughs> That's... Uh, uh, I guess that's about everything uh, uh, from my end. Uh, best of luck with uh, finding whatever happened to your escaped jailbird. And getting her off to the, I guess, the escape you planned? Yeah, we've got a like other escaper. Yeah. Mm. All right. Something well, like that, yes. Well, toodle pip. Mm. I'm going to take my money and spend it on some fuse. Have fun. You head on out of the uh, of the soot swallow. So, do you feel you have enough of a uh, uh, enough clues to proceed? I mean, waterfall and secret cave. <laughs> I think that's where we're going, isn't it? Really, it takes you. Those pebbles were big on visual yeah, aids, so yeah. let's try and do it that. It takes you the better part of a day. Uh, as you have to journey out, and it's especially difficult getting can we fit a getting short Gwyneth rest up. in somewhere so you that I can to use get our a long rest. recovery. You to get a long rest. How exciting! That's um, very good. A long rest. Yes. Oh, luxurious. Knowing, how, knowing where you're broadly you're going, and it is actually quite an effort to get up there. You are actually forced to take a rest mm-hmm. uh, before eventually reaching uh, the top of the waterfall and finding a narrow ledge which leads in, and you can just see leads behind the waterfall. So, you can now see the narrow ledge leading up and beyond uh, past the, th- uh, the, uh, the raging torrent of water. The waterfall actually, by the way, it goes all the way down to Hopperduke, uh, yeah. Hopperduke and past it. It's, it's really quite breathtaking. You are also at this point about a thousand feet above Hopperduke. So Did your ears just oh. pop? Yeah, it's, <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah. yeah it's go. been it's been a bit of a day's trek getting here. How would you like to proceed? Stealthily, Stealthily is okay, the best way to come to mind. <laughs> I will tie up Gwyneth somewhere. That's well good. It's a twenty-two. Twenty-two. Uh, you guard our rear here, Gwyneth. All right. <laughs> That's a natural twenty. 
Three of we you can't even see you. Strangely enough, Skelp. the six and a half foot tall cow person, not that quiet. Mm. Fortunately, your companions <laughs> are able to twenty-one. Keep, if it makes a difference, keep you under control. Uh, you <laughs> such a good stealth modifier. No. Oh, mate! <laughs> you make your way across the uh, the uh, path behind the waterfall, and it is a narrow and treacherous path. There is just a dead drop in front of you for like for about a good thousand feet Ooh. until you would hit up a dock. <laughs> so it's a little unnerving. Um, but you peer around the edge until you find, as promised, a hidden cave. Uh, it is lit by dim light filtering through the waterfall, and you can see there are a number of figures inside. At the far end of it, there is uh, what appears to be, oddly enough, a solid steel door built into part of the cave. But in front of that, there is a sort of camping location. Someone, someone, or in fact several someones, six someones specifically, uh, uh, have set up a tent, a campfire, and they've actually dragged in a, ca- a, a table where they've set up a little card game. Uh, they appear to be playing, and uh, five of them are playing poker. Five little silver-scaled figures. The sixth silver-scaled figure is messing around with what looks like... It kind of looks like a giant... If you made it, well, not a giant, but like maybe an ogre, if you made it very badly out of steel and clockwork. And then put a shoulder mounted cannon on it. Oh, okay. Um, the kobold has a pair of goggles on and is giggling and, and muttering as they're playing around, and you don't think they have the technical expertise to actually be doing any meaningful work on this. They're probably just accidentally sabotaging it. Nearby, there are two work tables to which are shackled a pair of prisoners. A uh, no, a young gnomish woman uh, working with machinery with a pair of goggles on herself and a very irate-looking Sken. Mm. Uh, the <laughs> Goliath that you originally came to rescue seems to have found herself re-imprisoned. She's still got the breastplate on, but they have taken her weapons uh, and her fog cloudy ring and put it over on the poker table where the uh, kobolds are busy losing it to each other. Right. (laughs) I'm going to cast mage armor. Yes. Mage armor is what I'm going to do. No one has seen you. Oh yes, I will do that as well. (laughs) Oh, it's so nice when you have two people with mage armor, because when one of you does it, the other one remembers it. It's lovely. Yes. (laughs) I I forgot that we'd had a long rest, and yes, I would definitely need Mm -hmm. to do that, because I'm not insane. (laughs) Okay, so... uh, Yeah, uh, what do you want to do? uh, the, The... cavern is about 50 feet from the narrow mouth where you are to the end uh, but only about 30 feet to where the kobolds are busy at the dice table and the kobold in the giant metal suit is mm-hmm. busy tinkering away um what's our play here um, I think we need to stop this the suit pretty quickly yeah. that one might yes. that thing looks nasty I can probably freak out all the little guys alright I, I can was... got a really scary thing alright I can, I can make one of them 
more susceptible to some spells. That's helpful. Yeah, if you've got something you want to try on it. Hmm. Well, I can freak out everyone within ten feet. If I can get near enough. That is... Okay. All the kobolds are within ten feet of each other, but yeah, you would that, need I to get right... Ne- if you mean everyone within ten feet of you... Everyone within ten feet of me, yeah. Okay. You, How near are they right now? They are thirty feet away. So okay, so theory, I could. You yeah. could essentially run up and just, like... Do my thing. Yeah, yeah. do your thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Out of character, is there a save on that spell? Uh, yes, charisma, which I figure they're not great okay, in. Okay, because I, I can give one of them a disadvantage. Okay, that's not bad. Yeah. It's, it's a low charisma save, it's DC 11, so it's uh, not high, but I figure they're not going to be high charisma, so we might have a chance. The one in the suit is not next to the others. Uh, they cool. are They are They're a good uh, 20 feet away from the others. All right, if I thin the herd oh, of right. the little guys, it might be good for maybe you, I gesture at um, Idris, to go for the suit person. Yeah, if I give you a little bit of an advantage with whatever you want to do on him. Yeah. Or them. Let's be Um, open there. Alright, just um, from what I can see, are there a bunch of um, just uh, loose tools or objects around this giant thing okay uh around the giant thing uh yeah there are the tools uh, and uh, that are on the machinist table not far away i'll say like about 10 feet away and there are the tools that the kobold themselves are using to probably undo all of this hard work mm-hmm. right okay um you really don't yeah, think I they have f- any idea what they're doing <laughs> Well, if it's just uh, the one kobold I need to take out, um, I, yeah, I have an idea. Cool. I, I can... okay. All right, should we go yeah. for it? Is it something with a save? Is this going to be worth me doing? Uh, yes, it would be something with a save. Uh, Lovely. I then I will save, go before I you. Lovely. Right. Right. Um, right. Ready? Let's do this. All right. Three, two, right. one. I'm going to... Okay. Literally... You get a surprise round. Yeah, I'm going to walk up to them. Um, the black irises in Tick's eyes spread out so that the full eye is black. Mm. Um, the coat billows out, moved by a sort of like invisible wind. I feel like I'm flavouring this still with it. And, um, and two big black skeletal wings come out of her mm. shoulders um, nice. And they all have to make a charisma save or be frightened. It's DC 11. <laughs> yeah, all the clinking and ticking noises really yeah. amp up, I feel. Uh, so like what's, the, what's the save again? Uh, DC 11 charisma. Okay, one, two, three. Just trying to thin them. <laughs> okay. Get rid of uh, some of them. Three of them fail their save. Okay, three of six. That's uh, not too bad. Yeah. Frightened? Yeah, frightened. So okay, they, have to they immediately run go. Away. Two of them are just sort of reached to the position, but they, you see them uh, try and grab whatever they can to defend themselves. The, the others are just panicked. They don't know what mm-hmm. the fuck's going on. Um, so who else is uh, is acting? De- I will. Damien? I will move up to within fifteen feet of the one working on the construct. Okay. Um, and I will smile at them, and as I do, the colour drains from my skin, and in 
goes grey, but like the grey of a corpse, not the grey of a drow. Oh. And the eyes become black, except for like a pinprick of light in the centre. I'm um, using unsettling presence. <laughs> Uh, they uh, they have disadvantage on the next saving throw. All right. Within the next uh, minute. Our same time then. <laughs> um, your cobalt noises are far too cute, Jason. Oh, yeah. Can um, I also bring up my um, uh, what is it? What's it? My echo yes. in the middle of the kobolds if they are within thirty feet of me. Uh, within thirty feet of you, yes, they are. So you kind of have to yes, manifest lovely. it, and then it walks the rest of the way. Yeah, uh, I'll, I'll, yeah. Because you manifest it 15 feet away, and then it's 15 feet. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm walking through. I figure scuffles, I do it as I go. Yeah, yeah. So there's just a moment where you blur, and a shadowy second form of you splits off and walks off in a direction, standing in the middle, just stepping up right onto the top of the poker table, <laughs> looking down at the various kobolds. Oh, fun. Uh, yes, and Idris. Is the construct within 10 feet of the poker table? No. Right. Uh, the con- construct's a good 20 feet away from the poker table. S- centred on the uh, the kobold, then, by the uh, the construct, I'm going to cast Shatter. Okay, the kobold is in the construct. <laughs> oh, in the, okay, the yeah, well, I will seat. cast Shatter, then. Okay. Yeah, uh, I will definitely cast Shatter, centred on the construct, then. Cool. Uh, could you remind me what Shatter does, please? Off the top of my head. Yes, um, each creature within a 10 foot radius sphere centered on the point mm-hmm. uh, must make a constitution saving throw or take. Uh, disadvantage! Yes, 3d8 thunder damage. Okay. Um, a creature made of inorganic metal, such as stone. Uh, sorry, yep. inorganic yeah, material, yeah. rather, such yep. as stone, yep. crystal, cool. or metal, has disadvantage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Disadvantage, which it already had anyway. Cool, fine. Uh, it makes a 10, so roll damage. Okay, that is 11 thunder damage. Okay, there is a (laughs) sound as one of the arms of this thing just falls off, splintering, (laughs) cogs pinwheel away. Uh, But the arm, but the other arm and the shoulder mounted cannon remain intact and the kobold peeks its head out having taken co- having taken cover from the majority of the blast by virtue of hiding in the shell fair uh, so okay. you've significantly damaged this thing uh, but it is still there and at that point I'm going to say everyone roll initiative please mm-hmm. okay eleven okay five um, that is a thirteen okay and 13. Okay, so with a 13, <laughs> Tick, you go first. Wow. Um, okay. Yeah, the kobolds are all terrible. God, I've not rolled that well, but I've gone first a lot today, gang. <laughs> um, so. so there are three terrified kobolds and two not terrified kobolds within 10 feet of you. Mm-hmm. Is the suit one within 60 feet? Yes. Okay. Um, continuing on the necrotic vein, I'm going to turn around. The ghostly skeletal wings are still out. The eyes are still black. Mm-hmm. Um, I take an hourglass out of my coat, a really small one. I turn it over. The sand goes black. Um, and I kind of like flick my wrist. It looks like black sand comes yeah. out of it. Um, I'm going to cast Ray of Sickness on the kobold in the suit. Um, which is an attack roll, so I need to check if that hits or not. Oh, honey. Um, 
That would not hit, but I'm going to use my reaction again. and again turn a clock backwards. So it it goes towards it. It misses. Time turns backwards, and I flick it again. Yep, go for it. Um, and it will hit, which is very exciting that it worked. Um, so, yeah, that's a dirty 20. That's okay, going to hit. Effective word sickness? Um, it is 2d8 necrotic damage. Okay, roll damage. Um, plus a bit because I'm already doing yep. other Asimar stuff, basically. Um, so that is 8 plus another 3, uh, which is 11. So, yeah. 11, okay. That's uh, with the as, as it happens, you hear the kobold inside go. And promptly vomit up over the side of the machinery. The vomit gets trapped in the curling cogs and wheels oh, of the machine, which begin to grind and squeak and squeal as parts oh, of it start to go haywire. Yeah. It's not actually down yet. It's Apologies, it does not say necrotic. It's a sickening greenish energy. It also needs to make a con save or it's poisoned, basically. Okay. Um, the shielded by the machine itself. The kobold inside is not poisoned, and the machine mm-hmm. cannot be poisoned. Cool. Uh, the but machine... it does take the damage? Yes, it takes cool. the damage. The machine shields its uh, its pilot. Cool. Okay, uh, that I think is your go Yeah, then. that's me. So, uh, Damien. Um, <laughs> can I attack the kobold inside? Is that a thing that can be done? Uh, you can try to. I'm going to be blunt. The attack is going to be versus the, uh, uh, versus the machine as well. Uh, because it's like okay. it, it has like uh, as you approach the kobold slams a button and little pro- and a little protective mesh <laughs> pops over its head so it's got like it's, it's in like, like <laughs> a little cage help. Uh, okay I will swing my sword at it okay go for it um, and I will the echo will do exactly the same because uh, echo has a, three uses of that a day yeah Go for it. So, oh, that's not good though. It's only a ten. Uh, ten. Yeah, you strike down, but the it clangs off the metallic cage around the little kobold. <laughs> throws up again. And the shadow is going, or the echo is going to go at one of the frightened kobolds next to it. Do go you get it. advantage no, against frightened they, uh, things? Frightened things have disadvantage to attack you, but not the other way around. Okay. Um, just for the sake of terror, 12. you totally can. Uh, that does hit the kobold. Roll damage. Um, seven? Yep, you slice the kobold's head off. It flings off to the side, its body tick, topples backwards, and you start to hear the ticking sound tick, 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 coming from its chest. Uh, I will action surge. Okay. Yes. And do the same thing again. <laughs> nice. Okay, both attacks. Swing both my real and not real swords. Um, so against construct, that is a 17. That is enough to hit. Roll damage. Okay, that is whole seven, and against the I'm going to go for the non-frightened kobold. It was okay. a fifteen to hit. Uh, yep, hits roll damage. Oh, the fear effect has ended. It's and the end of six. my next turn. Cool. Just to let you know. Thank you. Okay. Uh, so it's six damage against kobold. Okay, so that is not quite enough to kill it outright, but it does leave a, a, a hearty slash across its chest. The one that, that goes against the, the the construct batters it, shatters through the uh, uh, through the protective uh, casing, and manages to slash into the kobold itself, cutting deep into its throat. It pulls, puts a hand up desperately, and starts wiggling the controls, trying to do something. Uh, and there you are. 
as the controls uh, react activate, the shoulder mounted cannon turns to face oh, you God. and <laughs> is going to fire. Um, that is uh, a 16 to hit you. Doesn't hit. Okay. Got a shield. It misfires <laughs> and you see a section of the wall behind uh, the section of the cabin wall splinters apart. Its remaining hand, uh, the remaining hand of the ro- uh, of the robotic machine, uh, as it teeters forward, tries to smack you, um, and just clangs off your shield. <laughs> this kobold screams in frustration. Uh, the other <laughs> kobolds. I'm just gonna. How are they feeling? Okay, no, no, they're they're gonna fight. Uh, slash. Uh, one tries to hit your echo, misses. Another tries to hit your really? echo. Uh, yeah, they were really bad. Uh, uh managed to get Excellent. a nineteen. Uh, nineteen will hit the okay, echo. Okay, the yeah. echo explode uh, shatters out of existence. The other two, realizing what's happening, go instead for tick. Um. And both miss horribly. Cool. Trying, just like grabbing little spears and stabbing up and looking and then going. And Draconic. Yeah, this isn't worth our paycheck. Nah, fuck it. Uh, and they're going to try and run. Um, Tick, you can make an attack of opportunity against one of them if you've still got your reaction, which you uh, might I don't know. It's gone. Okay, yeah. yeah. The four of them are just going to bugger off towards the exit to the cave. We we'll just sort of watch them go with the, like an the, apathetic expression. The one expression. in the machine is like, "Wait, where are you going?" Fuck. <laughs> uh, Idris. <laughs> okay, uh, Idris is going to um, unsheathe his uh, his dagger, um, go up to the, uh, the the construct in as menacing a way as he possibly can, and then at the last moment drop it and exhale a uh, a lightning bolt at it. <laughs> The, this is just brass weapon. save for half damage, isn't it? Uh, yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah I don't. You don't need to roll Deck anything. Save. I don't need to roll anything. <laughs> How do you want to do it's this? Made out of metal. All right. Um, <laughs> so he's kind of going up to it, like, eh? yes, yeah. You, you want some? You want some? Blah! <laughs> and it slams into the uh, the chest of the thing. It. Uh, I would imagine arcing out across the uh, the entirety of its form, frying the kobold in his seat. Oh, and yeah. the uh, would just slowly um, rock and fall down into bits. The the whole thing is electrified. <laughs> the kobold inside is charred. It rocks. It falls down. And the kobold's self-destruct mechanism activates. Blasting out the inside of the... Of the uh, the machine, you are knocked back. The kobold uh, take seeing that you run away from the poker table as that kobold also, which was knocked down, explodes. I throw myself away from the explosion dramatically. And the yes, it's very dramatic. You are momentarily backlit as it happens. It's like draconic New Year. Before landing dramatically on the ground, as this happens. The, you can see that there is a, uh, knocked away from it, uh, in the wreckage, there is a thick iron key, uh, which you pick up. You can see the, the two captive prisoners, Skin, Zabris, the Goliath, and also, uh, who you can only presume is Nima, the gnome. Mm-hmm. Looks up. Oh. oh, are you here to rescue me? 
No. I mean, not <laughs> really, but you can, you can come if you want. If Do you unlock uh, her? You, you are not the designated rescuee, but I mean, we're happy to take you. Okay, if you unlock her, she immediately just says, Thank you! Just, uh, sorry, rather I was thinking, no couple. Uh, so they, they goes, Thank you. You've got to. That, that man in there, that human in there is a madman. He stole all of my inventions and now he's. I don't even know. And she just runs off. The Goliath. <laughs> Of massages her wrists. Yeah, well, that was embarrassing. You uh, had a rubbish day, didn't yeah. you? Yeah. Oh shit. Nice work with what? the. Um, she gestures to what you're doing. But I got bad news. Yeah. What? So the guy who did all this is this human called uh, Stolmast. He got. Uh, uh, he used to be a, a, an inventor for the folk, uh, for those locked down in Hopperduke. Well, turns out he was being. F- uh, looks nods to you, Damien. Some of our lot were sending in materials uh, to help finance some sort of mad revenge pro- uh, project. She gestures to the broken down, mach- exploded machine. Oh right. Which was all going fine, and he was supposed to br- help break me out as part of the arrangement. Only thing is, he learned I was in during the escape. Obviously, I did the echo thing. And he's been taking notes. Uh, I think he's been working uh, in a way to try and get machines that can use dunamancy. And if he does that, forget mm. all the mad shit he did before, the Empire's going to welcome back like their lost golden child. Ooh. So we kill him. I think we're going to destroy his work. And you look forward, and Great. the steel door ahead, you can hear the tick, tick, ticking sound from within. But that is an adventure for another time. Thank you all for playing. Thank you all for listening. Thank you, Matthew Mercer, for creating this entire setting. Yes. Thank you, Wizards of the Coast. Um, thank you to Podcasts of Wild Mount and the organisers for letting us be part of this thing. Yes. It's been great fun. Very much. Yes. And farewell from all of us here at Flintlocks and Fireballs. Fair seas and natural twenties.